Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Morning. How are you? Good. You guys time for a short interview? What is it? I'm doing street epistemology. Epistemology? Yeah. So epistemology is the study of knowledge. Street epistemology is a lot so, less formal. Uh, like uh, philosophy, right? It was inspired by a philosophy professor, and people are now starting to engage with people where they initiate talks like what I do, or they just wait for people to surface a claim. It's a way of exploring a claim that a person thinks is true by asking questions. Right. So maybe, I, I know you have a cross on your neck. Maybe you think there's a God, or maybe you think that horoscopes are an accurate reflection of reality, or perhaps you have really strong views on robots and that it's okay to abuse them, something like that. We take a claim, I set a timer, and I ask fairly challenging questions in a respectful way. Okay. I wanna help you take another look at the steps that you're using to get to your conclusion. Sure. Do you want to do a short little interview? Are you okay? It's like video and stuff. I could blur your face or do audio only. That's fine. Okay, no Let's problem. Let's do it, man. I'm, you want to do I got it? To do. Oh, okay. Can I ask you just to step a little closer, sure, maybe like man. right there? Face me, maybe here. Yeah. <laughs> and what's your first name? Gunner. My name is Anthony. Anthony. Thank you for stopping. Yeah, no problem. Um, At the end of this conversation, if you're uncomfortable with it, let me know. I'll give you a card. You can email me. You can okay. tell me on the spot or whatever. Sure. And I've got this other camera here too. Have you seen me out here? Uh, once. Once? But okay. like when I go to like H-E-B and I see people like, you know, hanging out, wanting to talk to people, sometimes I at go At H-E-B up, at the grocery yeah, store? like sometimes I go up to them and I'm like, what's up? I've never, you know? I, which uh, grocery store do you go to? Because I don't think I've ever like, seen people hanging out. Like Spectrum does it a lot. Like they have Spectrum dudes out there. And oh, we'll just, some people sometimes are like selling people. drinks or something. Hmm. And like no one goes up to them and talks to them. So... Yeah. People just fucking blow them off. All oh, the time, are you so. stopping out of pity? You don't have no, to. No, 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 no. I, you, 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 you said something, so I was just like, ah, whatever. Oh, okay. Sure. That's I, really I don't want you to feel obligated to do no, it, no, and no. you can leave at any point. Uh, the The idea here is. I'm actually to, kind of intrigued. Me too. Yeah. Well, it is intriguing because people surface all sorts of reasons for thinking that things are true, and then the the act of going and doing this version of street epistemology, or this version of epistemology can shed light on strengths and weaknesses with your thought process of getting to your conclusion. Yeah. And I think there's value in that, which is why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Sure. All right. Now, I can't do a thing until you surface a claim that you make and you act out on because you think that it's true. So is there something that we can actually discuss that you're comfortable with us discussing and you're comfortable with me challenging you about? What do, what do most people say? Most people pick supernatural things, so they think ghosts are real, karma, oh, okay. I can rearrange my furniture um, in a certain way, or they think that there's a higher power. Those are the more, the more common ones, but we yeah, can talk do, about... let's do like ghosts. Like, ghosts. Like supernatural. Okay. Do you think that they're real? Uh, man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do think they're real. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because... 
we out of the ranch that we hunt and out on your we I have a late aunt that lived out there mm. and when we go hunt we stay at that house and every time we go in there before like my dad lets us know that you know you may hear stuff you may see things but it's not it's not a big deal because it's your aunt like there's no reason mm. to be scared and that's ever since when we were like nine, ten years old. So the TV would turn on, turn back off, like in the shower, water would run on, water would run like on its own and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that was just how it was growing up. I was never really scared, like a cool experience. Like, uh, okay. Some, something's here, but there's mm -hmm. no reason to be scared because it's it's my dad's sister. Gotcha. I've never had a terrifying experience. Let's just mm. say that. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a great example. Yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. And actually, I talked to somebody yesterday who surfaced something different. Like, she's from Jamaica, and she has this view that a ghost will follow you into the house if you don't walk backwards through the door when you go into the house. I guess so. So, we explored it. Their own, like... Yeah, and, and she also says something similar. This was something that she was told when she was growing up. Yeah. Here's what I'm wondering, though How confident are you that it's factually true and real on a scale from zero to 100? Not that you were told it and it was a kind of a novel thing that your dad shared with you. How confident are you that it's real, that it's true? Where 100% is there's no question in my mind, there's no doubt. That really is the ghost of my dad's sister. Well, in, in my the, the experience I had, it was 100% because I witnessed. I witnessed with my own eyes stuff happening in the house when no one was around. And I've never seen anything like that, just like on ghost adventures, like TV shows and mm -hmm. scary stories. But once once you actually experience something like that, it changes your whole perspective. Because mm. I did like I've always had beliefs like that that it wasn't true. Because like there's no actual footage of a ghost. Like there's just like you can edit stuff nowadays. So oh sure. Once you once you've seen it with your own two eyes or heard it with mm. your ears, you you're a believer now. I believe it. Did you hear or see the ghost, or did you hear right. or see sounds and events voice. that are yes. leading you to conclude that there's a ghost? Right. Okay. The latter. So it was no, no, no. Didn't see anything. It was just the noises and mm -hmm. seeing water turn on, turn back, turn back off by itself. Okay. And the TV, like, same thing. So hmm. no, didn't see any a figure or anything like that, but. There was definitely a, a spirit or entity, if you will. Definitely. There was, there was something in the air, and it was her. Are you 100% sure that it's the case, or somewhere else? I mean, it could be something else. I don't know what else would it be. Let's say that, I want to throw a hypothetical out at you, and sometimes people don't like hypotheticals, and that's fine. I could sure. probably go, go at it about a different way if I had to, but let's say your father said that this isn't the ghost of your aunt. These are actual leprechauns that live in this area of the woods. And when we come to visit, they like being around us and they come and play all these little tricks on us. Would you be just as confident if he had given you that as the explanation than ghosts? Depends on what he has to follow up with it. Like you gotta have, you gotta give me some reason or some evidence that that the leprechauns are in the woods and that in our little area like i've never hmm. seen any gotta give gotta back it up with something definitely i would laugh at him and then i'd be like okay what makes you think that oh and then you'd actually just, push back a little bit if he said that these were leprechauns well i mean i would want to hear what he has to say 
to justify it. Exactly. Okay. We had four minutes. Do you mind if I ask you a few more questions? Sure. Okay. Do you have time? Yeah. Okay. I think it sounded like you were saying that if my dad had told me something other as the explanation for these events that are happening in the house, I would demand evidence to back it up. Right. Did you request the same thing when he offered the explanation of it being his sister? Mm -hmm. Nope. Hmm. Right. It's, I think it just was because it was my aunt and there was it was understood and I didn't really... I mean, it, it was it was understood. Like I, I grew up with her, and then she was gone, and then mm. some, the stuff that she does mm. in that house when she was alive mm -hmm. was the same things that was happening when she was gone in the house. So like, like okay. rocking chairs on the back porch when the cows come in, only when oh, the I cows see. come in. There was some familiarity with right. with uh, the things that she would do when she was around, and the things that are still continuing to happen in right. the house to this day. That, that was the. That's how I correlated it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I got older, of course. I only knew her for a hmm. few years. Hmm. Okay. So that's that's was like the nail in the that that's what made it true to me. Because hmm. he would say that's what she used to do, that's what she used okay. to do. So. so to go back to my hypothetical, yeah. let's say that he actually did tell you that there were leprechauns you know, running around the woods and that they would be attracted to the activity in the house when you guys were there hunting. And he would go on to explain the things that the leprechauns were capable of doing. They might turn the water on, they might be running down the hallway. All the things that you're currently seeing and calling the ghost of your aunt, would you find that compelling? Would you find that a compelling reason to believe in leprechauns? No, he'd, he'd have to like, again, he'd have to back it up with something. You'd want evidence in that instance. Uh, the correlation between the events that are happening and what he was proposing these things are capable of doing wouldn't be enough right. if it was leprechauns. Yeah. And yet it's enough if it's your the ghost of your aunt. Is that what I'm hearing? That is, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't that that's just hmm. evil little leprechauns. I don't know, man. Okay. That was pretty good. Can we wrap it up here at this point? And sure. Yeah. Did yeah. you want to keep going? Do you want to ask me more? You, you no, know, no. this could actually be a back and forth. If you want to know where I'm at on a scale from zero to one hundred, that ghost area, I'll be happy to share that with you. What, or, what are you like? What are you doing here? I am trying to help people take another look at the views that they have and how they're getting there. Are you a philosopher or something? No, I'm the opposite of a philosopher. Are you? What are you? <laughs> I do have a YouTube channel. Okay, cool. Yeah. But like you just I have an interest in how people are coming to think that things are true because that I, I noticed that we act out on the views that we have. And a lot of the beliefs that we have are not as benign as the one that I think we just discussed. Yeah. But they might cause somebody to go vote for a candidate because they think that uh, that's the perfect person f for that job or they might want something taught in schools to kids because they're sure that something is real. Yeah. And I think there's value. Yeah, you can definitely throw politics into it. Yeah, we, we have actually. I have people that either the first time around or they come back for a second or third chat and we talk about other stuff like politics. Oh, cool. It doesn't have to be supernatural. But to answer your question, I find value in exploring the reasons and the methods that we're using to validate the reasons for all the claims that, we've that we tend to make. Because I think there's, it's important to I, maybe I'm going off on a tangent here. 
Stop me if I'm going too much here. <laughs> I think there's value in believing as many true things as possible and get rid of, get, getting rid of as many false things as possible. And I think exploring the thoughts that we have in this way can be really effective in helping us decide what box those views go in. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I agree. And we tend to argue about sensitive topics too, like politics. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever talked to somebody about Trump or guns or yeah. God, we t they tend to be very contentious. And what I'm hoping that you observed in this conversation, w which is what happens in other conversations, they're usually extremely respectful mm -hmm. and productive, I think, as well. And you don't usually get that in a debate. Yeah, I know. It was, I mean, there wasn't really anyone. I mean, I didn't really like Trump as a person before. So, I mean, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put Hillary in office. It was either, mm -hmm. it was bad or even worse. Did you vote in the 2016 election? I did. Okay. I did. Do you care sharing uh, who you voted yeah, for? Yeah, I voted for Trump because mm. I figured that he was, I think if Hillary went into office, it would have just went to, it just would have went to shit. Mm. Trump, Trump was, like I was saying, he wasn't very nice of a guy before he went into office, but he was the one that was going to actually do everything that he said he was going to do. Get us out of the wars, is, drain the swamp. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean. Cut expenditures. Yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm, I grew up in Texas, so conservative, small town, country, yeah. religion. This the basic way of living. So I, that's just what my parents taught us that the way I grew up is, is a conservative way of living. Mm -hmm. I go to church on Sunday, mm -hmm. everything's, you know, by the book. Yeah. I don't venture off and make all the different accusations as like the left. And sure. I don't know, I just think, I just think the traditional way of living is how it should be. And hmm. I think there's going to be a Republican president until I die. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Uh, you think a lot, the majority of the population shares your views? Oh, no. Oh. The majority? Nah, Wouldn't that be what it takes, though, to keep uh, uh, yeah, but uh, someone like Trump in the, the silent majority. You know what that is. There's all those people on Twitter and, and Facebook yeah, and everything. That the silent think, majority. Oh, it's, it's, you, you, if I open up Twitter right now and scroll through, everyone on Twitter is, for the most part, liberal. And, it, and people feed into that and believe that a lot more. And then there's people that don't say anything on Twitter that are, I wouldn't say always more educated, but some of them are a lot more educated than the others and they just don't say anything and they know when to keep their mouth shut. Hmm. Don't talk about it, just go vote. Like, okay, you know? okay, I see. And I also think that they should make a new law when voting. It, it shouldn't just be like an easy check yes, check no. Hmm. You should actually have some, some you have to actually be educated in that topic. I'm yeah. not saying you have to be, have a certain type of educational level to vote or intelligence level to vote, mm -hmm. but you should definitely know what you're talking about before you make an executive decision like voting for the president. Yeah. Maybe we should I go think that would be useful. Like a, like a council of people instead of just one person, like a like it's a popularity contest. Hmm. Did you ever go to those websites that, I think there's one called I Side With, and there's some apps too where it asks you where you stand on specific issues, it's you sort of back into a candidate rather than starting it with a candidate and seeing what she stands right. for or he stands for. You trying to find fair ground between who you're trying to vote for? No, you, you actually fill out a survey of where you stand on the minimum wage. Right. 
and then it kind of takes you to the military sp military spending healthcare. I agree. And then it tells you which candidate best represents your right. views. I agree. Rather than just clicking on a name because that's what your cousin's ex-husband boyfriend told you. Or the letter after their name is my tribe, so therefore I'm just going to go with them. Exactly. When when if you start looking at the issues that they represent and where they stand on it, you might we could potentially be surprised that they don't actually that we don't side with them all the time yeah. on every single thing. Definitely. Yeah. That was great. It's good. Yeah, that's cool. Well, the idea here is what I'm also trying to do is not only have one conversation. It's not too hard to get people to stop and do one. Yeah. Even people that might feel sad for me that I'm out here doing this. How long not that you. Here? I've only been out here for like 30 minutes. Okay. How but many I, conversations have you had? You might actually be my first one. Cool. Trying to think now. I had a brief one with a guy who's come back three times. He's, he's getting ready to come back for a fourth one. Cool. So would you like to have one of these three pieces as a reminder of the talk and as a gift? Sure. Which, which color would you like? Red. Red's my favorite. Take it? Oh, that has some marker on it. Sorry. That's okay. Do I come back and next time I you find you, you... You don't have to, but if you want to come back and build out the set, you oh, can do that. Cool. And then in the meantime, if you want to look more into what I'm doing, just search for street epistemology. Okay. And then I have a card with my email on it too. Well, I'll put this there in my go. bag, and I come up yeah. and down these steps all the time. So if you're here, I'll give it to you. Here's my rule of thumb. If the weather's good and I have availability, and here. it's not too noisy, I'll try to be here. Okay. Well, I don't really go in there or down there. So okay. if you're right here... I'm going to almost try, always try to be here, unless I get chased out because of the noise. Sure. That was really cool. Thank you for your right. time and sharing your thoughts. Appreciate right. it. Hope yeah, to see you around. Have a good one. All right. Um, I'm really into photography, so I just want to ask what you were doing. Sir. You're doing what now? What you were doing. I'm interviewing people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you part of the newspaper here? Uh, no. Oh. No, I just got here. It's my first year. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. You do photography? Um, yeah. Is, is I have a Canon uh, T6i Rebel. Oh. Are you interested in my equipment or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I have my drone here also. Uh, you got a drone? It. Is it easy to put the drone up? Oh, yeah. Sure. Could you get some drone footage of me? Oh, sure. Yeah? Um, I actually did I'll one pay you for your time. Today. If you want to fly a drone over me, I'd love that. The weather's perfect. Uh, where is it? What's your name? Edgar. My name is Anthony. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, you just happened to just stop by and see me out here and just ask well, me that? that? I've seen you before. Mm -hmm. um, and I was wondering, what, what is he doing? The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at StreetEpistemologyInternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization.